Welcome to the Social Minute, the podcast that looks at the social network minute by minute. Today, we're going to be covering Minute 9, which goes from 8 to 8.59 on the clock. In this minute, uh, Mark Zuckerberg gets drunk and <laughs> starts blogging. The start of what will eventually become Facebook. Um, you know, he, he opens up his netbook, his uh, Vio netbook, uh, of course, because this film was produced by Sony and therefore he has to have a Vio. I don't personally think he would ever own, being that he was a computer science major, I don't think he would ever have owned a netbook. I just would not have been, he would always just, if he needed a second computer, he would have had a second computer. Um, and so we basically see him blogging about what has just happened. Um, and he needs an idea is how we finish this um, and it finishes with him saying I'm a little intoxicated I'm not going to lie so what if it's uh, not even 10pm and it's and that's where we finish um, and uh, yeah so uh, this is kind of the start of you know the, the kind of halfway through this I think the music changes uh, no not through this minute but the, in the next minute the music will change from uh, what has been hand covers bruise into in motion, but we're kind of just getting ready for the start of uh, what will become face mash. And joining me to talk about today is Eric Nash. Hello, Eric. Hello, Darren. How you doing? Now this is where we get to meet. I don't know. I would say bitchy Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, he starts off, and it is eight minutes thirteen p.m., uh, which I have a feeling uh, I'd have to double check, but I think that 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 title card comes up at exactly eight minutes and thirteen into the <laughs> film. Um, where it says, uh, you know, eight o'clock and thirteen minutes, um, which is just a nice little touch uh, from uh, from David Fincher there that he's timed he's timed the film to 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 get to this point at at, uh, at eight thirteen. Uh, what's weird, of course, is that um, Mark Zuckerberg did actually blog what is in this film. Um, the, the, he had a blog called Zuck on It, which was a uh, a live journal blog, um, and he did start blogging at eight thirteen p.m. on the twenty eighth of October two thousand and three. Uh, earlier, it was just called Fall two thousand three, but now we have the precise date, um, and he starts off with something that was um, later on hidden. Uh, he started blogging by saying, "Is a bitch." I need to think of something to take my to take my mind off of her. I think I need something to occupy my mind. Easy enough. Now I just need an idea. Um, and then at nine forty eight, that's when he said, "I'm a little intoxicated. I'm not going to lie. So what if it's not even ten p.m. and it's a Tuesday night? The Kirkland Facebook is open on my desktop computer, and that's obviously where, you know, that's in the next minute where we'll get to talk about that. But yeah, so he started off blogging about this person that he'd been on a date with. But what's worth saying in this minute is um, he goes to the, the fridge to get a beer. And as he does, we see Mountain Dew in there, uh, which is something that later on when Mark Zuckerberg protests the idea of advertising on Facebook, he says, I don't want people, you know, to be to have like pop up ads for Mountain Dew. Um, and um, we also get um, Sorkin, um, you know, expanding on this this one kind of thing where he changes it to. Uh, oh, sorry, Erica Albright's a bitch. And in voiceover, he says, do you think that's because their family changed their name from Albrecht or do you think it's because all BU girls are bitches? Mark Zuckerberg did not put any of that on the internet. Um, and, you know, he, he takes a, a sip of his drink and he says, for the record, she may look like a 34C, but she's getting all kinds of help from our friends at Victoria's Secret. She's a 34B, as in barely anything there, false advertising. And... You know, he then says the truth is she has a nice face, and then this is where we get the "I need to do something to help me take my mind off her," which is the actual kind of uh, blog that Mark Zuckerberg did. But we've basically got like four lines there that were added by Aaron Sorkin, 
Uh, and the mention of Victoria's Secret obviously is not by chance. That is setting up the uh-huh. story that will come later on um, from Justin Timberlake about the founder of Victoria's Secret. Um, but the, the weird thing is that that is the line that later on when we see Erica in her dorm, the Victoria's Secret line is the line that pays off You know, at that particular point where you have some boys in a bra. Um, so it's interesting that this is what Sorkin chose to add here. Um, you know, is just this kind of, you know, this this very specific thing about kind of, I don't know, making Mark Zuckerberg look like more of an asshole than he already was. Uh, like he's doubling down here and adding this kind of, you know, this false blog to the to the kind of the, the film. Uh, and I think that's kind of interesting that, you know, um, obviously Aaron Sorkin, you know, he, he's kind of painting Mark Zuckerberg as like a villain. Uh, but he's kind of taken just a simple statement from Mark Zuckerberg, the real Mark Zuckerberg, and then added it to our Mark Zuckerberg and made him look even worse, uh, which I think is interesting. You know, I mean, the, the biggest thing is, is if you if, if he were able to if he were compressing things, you know, if he were if if he knew if Sorkin knew that Zuckerberg at some point would go around saying some things like this or thinking somehow thinking somehow Sorkin would come across this realization that that uh, Zuckerberg really had these thoughts and and maybe expressed them to some people and but not others or something. But um, yeah, you know, it's 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 a, a weird compounding of of grievances or not grievances, but or you know uh, negative things that uh, you know he he's said or done. You know that that altogether sure sure make him look more like the uh, the asshole that she calls him back in the in, back in my first minute, minute six. He takes this thing and kind of compounds it and kind of <laughs> makes it like, oh yeah, the, like he, you know, Mark Zuckerberg is this terrible person. You know, mm-hmm. you if from the opening scene you think he's just someone who's kind of like, uh, you know, like a weird nerd who's obsessed with knowing how many geniuses there are in you know. Uh, China or whatever is like and has these kind of conversations where he's having three different subjects at once and now it's like oh you know the kind of the breakup which was fairly brutal anyway in those first five minutes is now compounded by him like going and blogging and this is something obviously that when when Erica returns later in the film you know he she only actually says you called me a bitch on the internet now that is obviously true of uh because that is what Mark Zuckerberg said about her. Uh, Erica Albrecht, he actually, or Albrecht, should I say, I keep changing it to her, her, her previous name, um, uh, which again, I think is a weird touch yeah. because it's like, it suggests a certain level of like anti-Semitism maybe, like that she's descended from Germans and that's why she hates Mark Zuckerberg. But yeah, so like the fact that Erica later on says, you know, you call me a bitch, she doesn't say anything else. She just says that one line and that is true. That is what happened, but... You know, obviously, there's a lot more said about Erica than was was said about her real life counterpart. Um, and in the background, we get the entrance of the first of you know the uh, the different um, you know people who are sharing this dorm with uh, uh, with Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, we have the the entrance of Billy Olson, who uh, he was he's I think the one person other than the the you know the real life Erica uh, Albright who is named on the blog, <laughs> which is something we'll discuss about in the next minute, um, where he, he gets he gets named. Um, and he's played by uh, probably the, like out of all the actors that are, that kind of, that play these, uh, these, these kind of, uh, these dorm mates, he's probably the least well-known, uh, an actor called Brian Barter. 
you know, shortly after he enters, we get uh, Joseph Mazzello entering as uh, as fellow billionaire Dustin Moskovitz, uh, who most recently appeared as uh, John Deacon <laughs> in Bohemian mm. Rhapsody. Um, so he seems to be specialising in playing uh, friends of famous, uh, you know, uh, I, I don't know, subjects of, of biographies. Um, getting to be, you know, adjacent here to uh, to Mark Zuckerberg and then adjacent to Freddie Mercury in uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, but yeah, so like, you know, that th- th- this is the first kind of these are the first roommates that we that we kind of get to meet, uh, albeit just kind of in the background um, as they, you know, start drinking. And I guess you could say like, you know, their encouragement is what kind of leads to face mash <laughs> because obviously one of them will suggest an idea. Um, and I, th- I think it's interesting as well here that, you know, uh, we, we kind of have uh, Mark Zuckerberg on screen is silent, um, mostly. Like, everything that we're hearing is the voiceover, which is being read from this blog. Um, but the actual character is kind of sitting there just kind of seething, basically. <laughs> um, Jesse Eisenberg is just drinking beer and just... There's a few... Like, he has this kind of face that he kind of does for Mark Zuckerberg, which is kind of like where he's got his lower lip and his kind of chin is out a little bit and that kind of pout that he does through most of this scene in between taking sips of beer where he's just kind of like I don't know, looking as kind of um uh I don't know how to describe it but just basically looking like he's 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 kind of just pouting and he's just kind of bitter um and uh you know this obviously is compounded by the voiceover which is actually kind of saying that and interestingly as well you know obviously something we'll talk about more in the next minute but there is conversation going on behind him that you can kind of barely hear and as he's blogging he does kind of have some exchanges with uh with billy olsen they make it into the blog but the com- the conversation is kind of quieter and the voiceover is i don't know it's an interesting way to do the mixing uh, you know i've always thought it's kind of it's interesting that we can kind of quietly hear these conversations but it's the voiceover in the you know, and the blog, which are kind of at the forefront of this particular minute and the next couple of minutes, um, you know, kind of getting across the idea of uh, of what he's doing. Uh, in particular, you know, next week I'll talk about the kind of the technical stuff that he starts talking about um, and kind of how he starts getting all the different pictures. Uh, but, you know, this in these minutes, we basically just kind of, we kind of get to the point where he's saying he needs an idea, um, you know, which you could read as, the, as kind of, you know, uh, I don't know, if, if you're kind of being uh, generous, you could say that maybe Mark Zuckerberg at this particular point maybe needed a, an idea in terms of like what he was doing at university. Mm. Oh, yeah. You know, famously later on in this film, when the uh, when the Winklevosses say someone stole their idea, he you know the Larry Summers is just like get a different idea. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what everyone at Harvard does. They all have ideas and they all you know use them to get rich. So get a different idea, and I think. This is kind of the earliest part of the film kind of saying that he needs an idea. And obviously later on that idea will turn out to be Facebook. But, you know, the first idea he comes up with, I don't know, probably not the best idea. And, and, and in a sense, it's 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 one that he's not even, he, he doesn't come up with, his roommate does. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah, if you, if you watch the film closely, you'll notice that he says he needs an idea and he doesn't actually come up with it. And yeah, that is kind of the abiding theme of this entire film is <laughs> someone else comes up with an idea. And then Mark Zuckerberg steals it. But yeah, I don't. I mean, I I don't know how I feel about all the kind of the additions that um, that Aaron Sorkin made. You know, the kind of I don't know, just doubling down and making, you know, making Mark Zuckerberg kind of say these terrible things. 
where he's already run down BU. Uh, so, so, so he just takes one more shot at BU. And then, the, the I mean, I don't know. The, the Victoria's Secret thing is kind of... Once you've seen the film more than once, it's kind of obvious what he's doing there. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if people can f- still find a copy of Zuck on it somewhere on the internet. But, you know, once, once Mark Zuckerberg became big, it was taken down. Um, but there are some places where you can find the uh, the entire kind of like Zuck on it from that night. Uh, but I don't, I just love I love as well that um, when we get to eight minutes and thirteen in the film, it says eight minutes thirteen on screen. That's just like I don't know, that's just like that feels like a really kind of David Fincher thing to do to be like let's edit the film as much as possible as we can in these first kind of seven minutes, so it just makes it so that that Chiron hits at the exact moment when it says eight thirteen on the on the counter. And then the nine forty eight p.m. shows up during this minute, and it's a half minute after eight thirteen, roughly, pretty close to. Yeah. So thankfully, though, he doesn't. We don't wait the, you know, the, <laughs> the minute I and would, a half to get to nine forty eight, but just just yeah. shrink it down by a third. <laughs> I would I would love it if he did that though. If every single time a Chiron came on screen, it was just the time that was that was on the counter. Um, but yeah, I I mean, you know, this is mostly just kind of the the build up. We're kind of getting we're kind of getting to the right. point where we're about to, you know, we're about to kind of go into, uh, into the face mash. Uh, which you know, to me, you know, the kind of the, this this is I don't know I I won't say this is my favorite part of the film, but I think the energy that we get from this point on, you know, mm-hmm. kind of the 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 film is starts out kind of low key, um, and then we've just had a couple of minutes of Mark just walking around silently, so it's nice to kind of get this voiceover, and you know, in the next minute we kind of get the the you know emotion starts up, and it does feel like the film kind of starts to really kick into gear, and you know we start to see. I don't know something that Mark Zuckerberg regretted enough to have it taken off the internet. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that's clearly how he felt about it. Uh, but yeah, is there anything else in this minute that you think we need to discuss? Mm, I don't think so. As with the previous minute, you know, now we're indoors. We we actually get some kind of nice cinematography from Jeff Cronenworth. Um, you know, the way that Mark's face is lit up by the computer screens, and there doesn't seem to be like a ton of kind of lighting in this in this particular mm-hmm. kind of dorm. I I feel it's actually a bit hard to figure out exactly where people are to start off with because you know like he's sitting you know Mark is obviously sitting on the one corner that's closest to the window and then in the background you have people kind of you know this 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 goes on for the next few minutes where people are suddenly on a bed somewhere and you're like I can't quite figure out where that bed is in relation to where this is all happening um, so you know the geography of the room is a little hard to make out but and I, it still looks beautifully shot I just love the the effect of the computer on his face as well it's like i don't know it's such a like this is obviously a film that kind of has a basis of technology so it's nice that you know jeff cronenworth kind of uses that that light in that way but yeah i don't know it's it, this is kind of just the build-up to the creation of you know a website which i feel like these days would not fly <laughs> like <laughs> you know i feel like if a student at a university these days was found to have created this type of thing they would be gone and that you know they wouldn't there would be no looking back like they would be vilified um you know this is just not something you could get away with um so but i mean i will ask you uh, the thursday question which is um i mean this feels loaded maybe but your favorite social network which i guess i'm more asking kind of you know what social networks do you favor you know personally you know i i've got twitter and i've got facebook and everything um so you know where where are you socially more present would you say yeah definitely those two are where i'm i have been for at least a couple if not quite a few years and and like i said (laughs) 
very long time for Facebook, but but not all of it, uh, he, you know, a heavy presence, but um, more and more because uh, because of uh, this whole podcasting thing we do, Facebook is a great place to uh, pretty pretty uh, amenable to for us to converse and so forth. Um, it works out pretty well, seems like. But um, but but just uh, two other kind of shout outs. I mean, the one that's kind of growing right now, especially for I think uh, our podcasting and so forth, is uh, Discord. Um, and we even have a little friend in there called Craigbot for for Watchman Minute, and I'll, I'll I certainly plan on using it for my upcoming Almost Famous Minute. Get those plugs out of the way now. Um, uh, you know that that uh, the, the the Craigbot actually allows you to have a, a backup recording that is also synced as well, but it's not necessarily going to be as as good quality um, when you're when you're voice chatting um, as. Uh, as uh, our own recordings on our own uh, laptops and desktops, what have you, as as you're recording. Um, but then the one other um, bit of a shout out to g- going back to you know around the time of uh, Facebook uh, really really growing, making its leaps and bounds back in the uh, late 2000s, um, uh, is is one that uh, I kind of got my first kind of dabbling in um, of, of broadcasting. Um, I was actually able to. Uh, uh, do a be a be a uh, you know just a, like once or twice a week for a couple hours a, a radio DJ um, on a on a on this uh, little site's uh, you know radio setup uh, through a social networking gaming site called Casual Collective um, and they've they've since become the uh, gaming company called Kixi um, which does you know these various uh things you, you you'll see the commercials for their big competitors that clash of clans and those things um forge forge empires and what have you but uh that's just a nice little shout out to an old social network which is still up and running but i haven't logged in myself for <laughs> quite a while yeah i mean i find it interesting because obviously these days um you know something that i mean pretty much kind of any any website or or anything like that kind of I don't know. I, f- I feel like some of them try to be more like a social network and then they mm. realize that's probably a bad idea and then they kind of walk that back a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like you have YouTube, which has like, you know, obviously it's infamous comment section. Um, but, you know, there are like there's been attempts by YouTube at various times to try and uh, kind of connect people through their, you know, they don't have like a messaging service. But they certainly, you know, you can kind of like follow other people who are commentators and stuff like that on on certain pages. And I feel like, you know, um, you know, aside from people following certain content creators, I don't feel like YouTube has ever kind of managed to figure out a way to um, kind of be a social network, even though they kind of have the trappings of something Mm -hmm. like that. Um, you know, and in fact, recently YouTube has released kind of like a ver- like a, a thing where they people can do like um, uh, I don't know like status updates. So if they've got like a video coming out, they can kind of post something that hmm. appears in people's feeds hmm. on YouTube to let them know that they're doing videos. But it just has like pictures, uh, you know, like photographs and stuff, and it has like you can comment on it and stuff. But I know that feels like an attempt to kind of push it towards being more of a social network between content creators and you know people that subscribe to them. Um, but I don't know. I, 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 I mean, obviously, you know, Facebook is very useful in terms of kind of coordinating stuff with, um, you know, uh, into to do with kind of podcasts, uh, particularly in like uh, Facebook groups. I feel like Facebook groups is something that people kind of underestimate. Like people talk about how, you know, like they don't like certain like they're, they're kind of I feel like the news feed gets like a bad rep. 
Yeah. Um, but I think if you want a good news feed, just be in really good groups, and then your news feed just consists of posts from those groups rather than people, you know, posts from people that you're friends with in inverted commas. Mm-hmm. Kind of, it's really weird because you know MySpace was kind of the one that started it, and then when Facebook came out, people were kind of hesitant at first because they were like, "Well, you know, I'm already on MySpace. Do I really need to be on Facebook as well?" Um, or they were like, "I'm on Twitter and MySpace. Do I really need a third social network?" And I think it's kind of interesting how there's never been like a Facebook killer. Like people keep announcing this is the Facebook killer, yeah. like in terms of different social media you know new social networks but they never no one has quite managed to do that apart from let's say facebook themselves who who seem to at the moment be doing everything they can to kill their own network uh, Mm -hmm. in terms of privacy and all that kind of stuff but yeah in terms of like podcasts and stuff you know i think facebook has always generally been the first place that i've managed to find kind of guests and stuff but then i think twitter is also kind of um you know been fairly good in terms of some of the guests that i've had on some podcasts uh, but yeah, I, I feel like social networks are kind of a weird thing. Like when this film came out, everyone seemed quite happy about social networks. And now, nine years later, at the end of this decade, I feel like <laughs> we're in a slightly different position. Um, but yes, yeah, speaking of social networks, uh, do you have anything that you wish to plug, Eric? Well, like I said, uh, Watchmen Minute, uh, but also Almost Famous Minute. You can find me personally uh, you know, on various social networks as Lucky Mustard. And, and even at, you know, like Instagram, I had to add I-N-G, Lucky Mustardine. Because <laughs> someone already stole my what I came up with oh. so many years ago. <laughs> oh, it's ter- it's terrible when you can't get brand consistency. And speaking of not being able to get brand consistency, you can find us on MySpace at myspace.com/slash/the-social-minute, on Twitter at social underscore minute, and on Facebook at the social minute podcast. Uh, thanks once more for being my guest today, Eric. Oh, thank you. And otherwise, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>